Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. It helps people get out of student loan debt, and if you've got student loan debt, you can benefit from this product. With a lower rate, you can save on interest or lower your monthly payment. It's more money in your pocket. With a shorter loan term, you can get debt-free faster, consolidate all your student loan bills in one place. Serious peace of mind. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been after refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders, whereas with some online marketplaces, you'll get ranges of rates or ballpark estimates. It only takes a couple of minutes to check rates. Checking rates doesn't impact your credit. They never sell your data, so you won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. We know how much you want like that. Please visit Credible.com slash Dan. That's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash G-A-N. And when you refinance your student loans using this link, they'll give you a $200 gift card. Fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you are eligible for. Again, that's Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans. And you know what? Start saving now. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. Deontay Wilder claims that he wasn't the same person once he got into the ring because his uniform was very heavy. He had no legs. This is Dan Patrick. So if you don't get hit in the face, you don't have to worry if your legs are in good shape. <laughs> Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. And as I look over on the other side of the glass, Fritzy is not here. So we lower the curtain on his desk. America continues to pray for Fritzy. We hope that he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, what does Fritzy sound like, Seaton? <coughs> yeah. He actually sent a, an email overnight that was just, you know how he loves to, uh, <laughs> and I check and Todd sent a few emails, but he describing what was happening to him in his body, and it's just, Oh, I stopped. And then followed it with thinking about coming in in the morning. Yeah. Please don't. And I, I told him, I said, no, get healthy. And then he goes, okay, well, uh, thank you. Thank you for understanding. I'm like, once he started to send a detailed email, nope, I am not going there. I always read Fritzy's emails or his notes from the bottom up because then I just kind of ease into it a little bit to go, how did he end this? And then I got up to a certain point and I went, I don't need to know everything that's going on with your body. I need to know about your stomach bug. No, I don't need to and, know that. Uh, although I did appreciate that he said uh, fever is finally only down to a hundred or so. 100, so. 100. Yeah, so. yeah, Paul. <laughs> Fritzy likes to use words like discharge. And I just, I have, a, I have a block on my email. There's certain words that they won't get to me. Yeah. Discharge. discharge is a big one of Fritzy. Seepage. Yeah. Yeah, it's like everything that you hear at the end of a uh, commercial for a new drug. Yes. That's what's happening yeah. to Todd. Any one of those drugs, and you go, "Why would you ever take one of these drugs? Look what it does to your body." Inflamed. Yeah. yeah. Bowel. 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 Bowel is a big one too. All right. Well, welcome to the program. Already in progress. It's hour one. Uh, we'll talk to Mike Tarico a little later on. Are the Olympics in jeopardy? Mike is the host of the Olympics for NBC. Mike will join us coming up. We're not that far away. From the Olympics in Tokyo, Daniel Jeremiah, he took over for Mike Mayock with uh, the NFL Network, the Scouting Combine, and uh, we'll talk to him coming up next hour. What has he taken away from uh, the first couple of days at the Combine? Also, Bill Plasky, the uh, great columnist for the LA Times on the Lakers last night against Zion, which was a whole lot of fun, and also that uh, Kobe Bryant tribute uh, that he was able to attend. Pretty moving, pretty special, and he had a great column where... He focused on Kobe's wife, 
and how great Vanessa was to stand up there. You'd never heard much from her, and to do public speaking in a moment like that uh, was really, really heartbreaking, but remarkable. So Bill will join us coming up a little bit. Poll question, we got a stat of the day, play of the day, more Meet Friday songs as well. The NFL and the NFL Players Association appear to be on their way to ratifying a new collective bargaining agreement. On Tuesday night, the NFL players, the uh, reps, they voted 17 to 14 to send that proposal to all the players. It's an electronic vote, and uh, if it passes, which I'm told this morning that it will, uh, 17-game schedule, expanded playoffs. We don't know when the 17-game schedule is going to be enacted. It won't be this year. I'm told it will be the following year, and this is a deal that is going to be through 2030. Now it allows the owners to go out to the TV networks to say, hey, look at what we have. The only caution I would have, and who am I to tell the owners what to do or the commissioner, if you look back on the last deal, the last deal that they made, and you had Instagram was in the infancy of Instagram. Twitter just been invented in 2011. Amazon was selling socks at the time. So, It's a 10-year deal, and that seems like an eternity with what's going on with social media, media in general. This will be the last true network TV deal. This this will be maybe a hybrid of it, but I think this is the last true deal where you can go to ESPN, ABC, uh, NBC, and Fox, and CBS and say, all right, guys, let's have your bids, and that's usually what it comes down to. Or they tell them what the bid is going to be. But you're going to have 17 games, probably not this year. You're going to have extended extended playoffs this year, from what I'm told. But for the most part, the players, it feels like, are going to ratify this. There's 2,000 that will vote electronically. Uh, if there is a negative for any fan, it might be the little seed of doubt about players' health. And, and maybe you don't care. I've made this point before. We love you while you're playing, while you're in front of us. And then you're interchangeable parts. Now, there are players you fall in love with. They're all-time players. But, you know, you're going to move on from Luke Keekley. You moved on from Antonio Brown. It just, that's the way the sport is. We have you. It's, uh, you know, there's a finite amount of time here. It's like, that's it. And now we move on and somebody else comes in to take your place. Hopefully the league will keep making strides to make players safer. And the players won't regret adding a little more risk in a game that's already risky. Yeah, Paul. With the players union and the NFL, I know you talk to people around there. Does the NFL know what's going to happen when they pitch this this morning? Because I see this morning that the NFL is sending a revised CBA to the players union, and hopefully the players union will recommend it to its members, its players. Do they know that it's going to be approved, the NFL? I don't think, from what I'm told, yes. But uh, I don't think you send that out if you, you have some doubt. You don't want to go out and send it out there and all of a sudden have this come back because then it would be embarrassing. You're going to have something that you feel like all you need is the majority. You get a majority. Once you get the majority, then uh, it's passed. But, you know, there's still some questions because I think the information that came out last week, there weren't any improvements reportedly to the collective bargaining agreement after what you know was discussed, except for that week 17 game. They're not going to cap it at $250,000 because the stars are saying, wait a minute, I make a million dollars a game. Why am I playing for $250,000? And it might be a meaningful game that you have to play in. But I don't want players to get to load management. And I do wonder if you're going to have that in the NFL. 
load management. That'd be something I would uh, keep an eye on. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. This program brought to you by the great folks at True Car. Go to True Car and build your car, and you can compare models by options from discovery to pricing to reviews. Get everything you need with the new True Car. What do you have for me today, McLovin? By the way, Todd Gurley load managed last year, right, yeah. with the Rams? Has yeah. it cost him the playoffs? But that was an injury that made him load manage. If, if I'm looking at some of these quarterbacks or running back or a star defensive player, somebody who's an edge rusher, I want you ready for the postseason. Sure. And that's what I wonder about week 16 and week 17. If you don't have to play, you know, guys are probably going to be sitting down. Okay, poll question. Uh, based on what the common public knows, 47% to 48% revenue split, 17 games, 10 years, would you vote for this as a player based on what you know now? Obviously, there are details mm. that I know we brought this is a little in the weeds here. I think People that, don't care. Don't no, play. the average fan just says, all right, what do you have for me? 17 games? Okay. How many home? How many away? And what are you doing with the 17 game? Uh, postseason, wild card weekend, how many games are going to be wild card weekend? Other than that, I don't know if the average fan cares about anything else. Like, I don't I don't care how much you make. I, I, for the most part, I don't think we care that an NFL player makes whatever he makes. Now, you have Kirk D. Cousins that we do care because he was the first guy to get guaranteed money. And then everybody said, Kirk Cousins getting $84 million guaranteed? I mean, he's in two years, he's not even going to be close to being the highest paid quarterback in the game. But Patrick Mahomes, I don't think anybody cares if he gets $40 million. Now, I know Cowboy fans care about Dak Prescott because you're still not sold on him. And he's going to hurt you here. That salary is going to eventually hurt you trying to keep that team together. But I think given the brutality of the sport, it's rare when you really question how much, a, you know, Todd Gurley with what he's getting paid, I think we question it because he's not healthy. And, you know, running back, we, we tend to look at and go, is he worth, like Ezekiel Elliott, I never would have given a second contract. But that's just me at that position. But for the most part, baseball, we always go, are you kidding me? That guy's making that much? Like Bryce Harper's making, Mike Trout's making... You know, Garrett Cole's going to make X number of millions per month or something. But it's not a physical sport there. That's what basketball, when you go, John Wall is going to make $42 million in a year? Yeah, we have a problem with that. Alan Crabb is going to make, you know, $30 million? Then we have a problem with that. Football, I have no problem with it whatsoever. Yeah, McLovin. I mean, some of these deals for baseball, that's like the GDP of a small country, what these guys are making. Like 400, you said 400 million today for Trout or something, maybe 500 a couple of years? But, but that sounds ludicrous. But you have 162 games. Right. So if I look at the, the fan base, the number of fans who are going to come and see you, number of people watching you on TV for 162 games, as opposed to now 17 games. But the NBA is 82 games. So I basically doubled the season for Major League Baseball, and that's why you're getting those salaries. You know, the NBA deal, that was a crazy deal because you have to you have to allocate a certain amount of money to these players, so you start to divvy it up, and if you have 13 or 14 guys on the roster, you're going to be spending a lot of money on guys that don't, you would think, deserve that kind of money. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, you talk about the difference between baseball and football. The Los Angeles Dodgers had 4 million fans come to their games last year. The Rams had 600,000 fans. I'm sorry, 540,000. 
for the entire season. There's only eight home games. Yeah. So 540,000 people bought tickets to their games. Four million bought tickets to the Dodger games. There's a lot of different revenue. Yes, McLevin. But doesn't the NFL have bigger national TV money, like, by far? I don't yeah. think MLB has big. So there's some money made up that way. You're right. But I don't care what Patrick Mahomes makes. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers makes. I don't care what Ben Roethlisberger makes. I, I don't care what Adam Thielen makes. Uh, Joey Bosa, Nick, I don't care. It feels like that whatever you make in that sport, God bless you. Yes, McLeod. Fans only care when it messes up your salary cap, so you yeah. can't sign another good player, or you have to let someone go. And that's the problem that people have with what Dak Prescott's doing, because the appearance is, hey, you're being greedy, even though he's probably just saying, look, I'm going for market value here. I, I text with a source last night. I said, what if the Miami Dolphins said to Jerry Jones, hey, we'll give you two first-round picks for Dak Prescott. What would Jerry Jones do? Because to build a successful team nowadays, you have that quarterback who's not a financial drain. If you said to Jerry Jones right now, you can get Tua and another one, another first-round draft pick for Dak Prescott. And my friend who is a, a scout said, I think Jerry Jones would seriously contemplate that just because it would be, I, I don't have to worry about this salary. I get Tua, who some people think is still the best quarterback in this draft, and now I get him on that rookie salary, and now I got a chance to keep everybody. Yeah, McLovin. Wait, which picks? Because they got 5, 18, and 26. You're talking about the five, right? Five, definitely, because you got to get okay. Tua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good poll question. Would you do five and say 20? Well, I don't want to do I, – I I just proposed this to a scout, and I just said, hey, what do you think about this? Because at some point, Jerry's going to go, hey, this is crazy. You know, I don't want to spend that kind of money. We want to keep you, but I, I don't want to spend that kind of money. Yeah, Paul. Jerry Jones is 77, and he's got more money than everybody, and he's going to restart at the quarterback position? It doesn't seem realistic. I, I know, if you know, from a business plan, getting a quarterback and a rookie salary is great. But at 77, he wants to... Oh, I'm not saying he's he's in on this. Okay. I propose this. I, I just... I'm trolling right now. Dan. Yeah. You, you're you suggesting that I give up Dak. You and your Dan it. Yes. Yeah. But there's, he's sort of on the fence with Dak anyway. I, they're kind of dating a little bit. What if I well, said... Why not, why not get the new young guy? If I said you could have Dak Prescott or you could have Tua I would take Tua and the number one and another first-round draft pick. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how you keep a team together. I kind of love it. Yes, McLovin. Dak, uh, Jerry loves stars. He can he kill that oh, Tua ability. Dak is boring. No offense. He's just efficient. I, I'm just yeah. – I, I threw I'm this busy. out there yeah. as a, you know, proposed – idea there. There's no there's no substance to this other than my curiosity. Yes, he Dan Patrick reported. Yeah, I know. Is what I just heard. Sources close to Dan Patrick say, yeah. No, I'm not doing that. But I just I wondered about that. A um, couple other things. Joe Burrow, I guess, put everything to rest, right? So I, I'm not going to bring it up anymore no matter what he says. I'm not going to read into it other than I will say the following. I do believe Joe Burrow keeps it vague enough that's it. Just vague enough that maybe. That's all. Just maybe. You know, when, when he said, I have leverage, you know what his leverage was? According to Joe Burrow, I don't have to throw at the combine. That's not leverage. 
How many quarterbacks have said, I'm not throwing? You throw on your pro day. You don't go to the combine to throw. So I, I'm not buying the leverage thing. I don't have to throw. Yeah, Paul. The one clip I heard later yesterday was they asked Joe Burrow why he's not been more committal to the, uh, to the Bengals. He said, I didn't want to be presumptuous. I don't want to talk about myself as if I'm the number one overall pick because it's an unknown right now. Because I know the mock drafts say I'm this and that, but I don't want to be the guy saying, yeah, I, they should take me. I should do this. He was, he was trying to play it, whether you believe it or not, that he didn't want to be presumptuous and cocky. All right. But he is cocky. But in this case, I think he's just being vague enough. That's all. Now, I assume he's going there. I assume the Bengals are going to take him. And this will be a footnote for the, you know, after it's all said and done. Yes, McLovin. I heard the I don't want to be presumptuous thing, but every other quarterback who's ever gone number one has handled that question way better, you know, without being presumptuous. That sounds ridiculous. I've been accused accused of, you know, analyzing every single word. Uh, I'm just going to tell you what I thought when he said it at the Super Bowl, when he said he had leverage, the fact that he has Carson Palmer's brother working with him, T.J. Hushmanzada, who is the one who came out with the quote and said, you know, something about the Dolphins, maybe the Dolphins would trade up to get Joe Burrow. So those are words by other people, not Joe Burrow, other people. I just think he's kept it vague enough that maybe something happens come draft time. Does Somebody's going to go up in the draft because the Giants and, and the Lions are open for business. And if Tua is healthy, Justin Herbert to me is the wild card, folks. I was told that last night. Justin Herbert's the wild card because it, it feels like somebody's going to fall in love. It happens every year. Somebody is going to fall in love with Justin Herbert because we've talked about Burrow and Tua. And, uh, you know, it's like Daniel Jones, Mitchell Trubisky. Somebody falls in love. And I think it's going to happen again this year. I know Washington is going to settle on, you know, it feels like Chase Young is who they're going to take. And the Bengals taking Joe Burrow. Then it gets interesting with what the Lions and the Giants do. Even though Dave Gettleman yesterday, the Giants, he never trades down. But he said we're open for business. And uh, I would be too if I'm the Giants because you need some help there. Also, the Cam Newton situation, I don't believe it for a second that he's going to be their starting quarterback coming up this next season. At least not now. I think they said all the right things that Cam wanted to hear. He just wanted to know, is there any, you know, give me, give me some sign here with the organization. Just because Matt Rule says that, I don't believe. New owner, new coach, new offensive coordinator, and the approach for 2020, in my opinion, I think they're rebuilding. And why am I rebuilding with a rebuilt quarterback? That, to me, doesn't make sense who's 30 going on 31 years of age. I love Cam. I don't think he's the right person for this job. But got a lot of topics to dive into. Uh, Coming up next, LeBron. Any surprise that he put up 40 last night with Zion in the building? Absolutely, positively not. If Zion had 39, LeBron was going to get 40. If Zion had 40, LeBron was going to get 41. And Zion echoed what I've been telling you about LeBron this season. He's underestimated. He's underrated. He's putting up a great resume to win the MVP. And the fact that he hasn't won one since 2012-2013. I'm going to champion the cause here. He needs a break. Yeah, he needs to have something go his way. I'm going to champion for LeBron winning the MVP. Bill Plasky, if you haven't heard about LeBron James, I'll tell you all about him coming up. 
Bill Plasky from the L.A. Times will join us. We'll talk about that, plus uh, the emotional send-off for Kobe and his daughter uh, this past week at Staples. That'll be coming up next year. We'll settle on poll question. Your phone calls are always welcome. 20 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. When it comes to comfort down below, there's underwear, and there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs, fabric, fit, and function. See what I did there? Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men's and women's underwear sport a non-wedgie guarantee. No wedgies, comfortable state put waistbands and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather light, moisture wicking, breathable, and designed to move with you, not against you. No bunching, no riding up. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them in over 1,200 retail locations across the country. Give three apps about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Once again, hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. It was fun last night with LeBron and Zion because I was curious how this was going to go. But uh, if you said, and I'm not a betting man, would you bet LeBron outscores everybody last night? I would have taken that bet that, yes, he would. It's just a reminder game. LeBron occasionally has these just to remind us that, man, when he wants to, he can still be the best player in the game. But I do think that we've sort of we – move, we move on quickly in the NBA. You know, that it, it's like, uh, hey, Westbrook was a phenomenon. And then you had Harden, and now the, the Greek freak. LeBron is so past his prime, it looks like, in people's minds. And then you go, eh, man, he's still pretty good. Leading the league in assists. Uh, and he's the star of that team. I know we want to shoehorn Anthony Davis in there, that he's the, the best player. He's it, it all focuses on him. It's LeBron. But there are a lot of things that happen every single night in the NBA. Now, they, I watch a lot. And there's not a there's not great quality basketball on a consistent basis, but man, you can go from Bradley Beal putting up 55 to Trey Young every night, Luka Doncic with what he does, uh, Jason Tatum with what he's doing, Zion of course, John Morant. There's a lot of individual performances that have been brilliant. The Raptors in what they have been doing this year, uh, you know, obviously with the Bucks with the record-setting season. But there's, there's a lot there. Uh, what have, Damian Lillard, with that run that he had, it feels like every single night you're going to get something special. Last night was special just from the fact that you're watching Zion do what he does right in front of LeBron James. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, I don't, it's funny. You, you nail exactly. I, I know LeBron's awesome. I want to see what's next. I want to hear about Tatum's night. You know, it's like the, I think I, a lot, I'm like a lot of fans where next is more interesting than what is. Yeah, but there are so many next that you don't run out of that because it just feels like, you know, you might be talking about the Sixers and can Joel Embiid carry his team and how serious is Ben Simmons' injury? Can they coexist? We, we have a lot of storylines. May not be a lot of drama during the regular season. Yeah, Paul. 
I, I went to Andrew, the Jason Tatum the, from the Celtics. He's having 30 points his last 10 games. He feels a lot older than he is because I guess when you play at Duke, we get to know you earlier. He's 21. He's not 22 until for another month. We'll bring in Bill Plasky, the uh, great columnist for the LA Times, coming up here in a moment. Zion Williamson talking about facing LeBron last night. LeBron had a season-high 40. What were your thoughts on what, you know, how good he was tonight? What, what really caught your attention? I mean, he's an incredible player. Like, I don't know what y'all are understanding about that. Uh, <laughs> he's an incredible player. Uh, I mean, he handled business. He came out here and he did what he had to do to get, help his team get the win. He is special, and he's had at least one 40-point game, I think, every season of his NBA career. Bill Plasky joining us on the program. Bill, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Has LeBron lived up to what, I guess, uh, you know, Laker fans thought he was going to be? Yes, he has. He has now, Dan. He's become, and I, and I, um, I wrote this in the LA Times, I think he became a Laker the first game after Kobe's passing when he spoke to the fans and connected with them, and then of course, everything that's happened before then and since then, he's really invested in this team. He's really engaged, and he's really great again. Oh, my God. And I don't <laughs> think people here realize how good he is. Um, and, he's, and, and last night was very cool because, you know, in the same court where they were mourning Kobe, Kobe just 24 hours earlier, in fact, it was, so, it was a mourning that was so uh, en- encompassed him so much, I don't believe he came to the ceremony. He didn't even come to the ceremony. And... Uh, he couldn't. He couldn't handle it, and yet he comes out the next night. He's the oldest player to score at least 40 at Staples Center since Kobe dropped 60 back in his, his retirement game. So that was kind of cool. But yes, he is really. He's and in, 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 you know all these MVP chants are really for real. I mean, I don't see how this guy. This guy's got to be the MVP. Well, he's I've been saying that too, team. Bill. I that I, I I said we forgot about LeBron that he had won totally. an MVP since 2012, 2013, and he's we've taken him for granted. And it almost feels like there's an anti-LeBron bias uh, elsewhere around the league that you're looking for somebody. Hey, let's you know Harden and Westbrook and the Greek Freak. While they're all wonderful players, this year, you know, I said, what better storyline for people? Because we do love our stories, and LeBron would be. I think I think he should be the front runner for the MVP. Oh yeah, no, I mean he carried the team up until Kobe's passing, and then think of what he's done since then. I mean all the turmoil and this team could have been torn apart and the town's torn apart and everybody's torn apart and he just shows up every night and just balls out every night and it's, he's unbelievable at his age and the way he's playing and the way he's leading this team he's he's the clear leader of the of the team and he's brought them together and he you know he and ad are playing tremendously together and they don't have much around them and they're and they're they're beating the hell out of everybody yeah i mean they haven't blown to a fourth quarter lead this season I mean, he's mm. he's, unbel- he's 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 been unbelievable. And again, given this, you talk about the storyline, given the circumstances, and all this, and you know, there you have to understand this team. Not only did they go through since Kobe's passing, did they have, you know they have the 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 first game against Portland back there, and it was you know it was like a public wake, and it was so awful and melodramatic and really difficult to get through. They go through this every in every road place they play for the first time. Kobe's honored, so it gets brought back up every place they go. They're surrounded by the, you know, the city is trying to move on with the grieving, and everyone's trying to move on. Finally, I think they can't, they can't move on. They're surrounded yeah. by it every night, every night. And LeBron shows up every night, and and also he talks. I think it's underrated the fact that in today's media, you know, everybody talks about players being not accessible. He talks every day, 
and he says something intelligent every day to the media, and he, he represents the team, he represents the city. Yeah, he's he is so far from what happened last year. He has really become – He's become a Laker. He's become an Angelino. People here just absolutely love him. If I gave the Lakers a mulligan and said you could you could trade away Kuzma instead of Ingram, would they have done that? Kept? Would they still made that deal? Uh, no, no, they, they wouldn't have made that deal. No, they they they. Asked, but but I think they knew. I think there was there, there's a reason New Orleans wanted and demanded Ingram. And there's a reason New Orleans settled for not taking Kuzma. I think we're seeing that reason now. Kyle's a nice little player, but I think he's I think he got a little bit of Hollywood, and I think he got a little bit uh, lost his way a little bit, and he's not really the factor they need. And, and, and this is huge because I think as great as LeBron and AD are doing and LeBron is going to be the MVP, can he keep up in the playoffs without a third piece? I don't know. You know, and he, all the minutes he's playing. I mean, look at the minutes he's playing compared to the minutes Giannis plays. Giannis plays like eight or nine less minutes a game. Yeah, amazing. Because he's storing himself up for the playoffs. Um, yes, I think, and, and that's and that's that's still the big issue here is that everyone says, can these two guys hold up in the postseason? Can they hold up against the Clippers in a tough, you know, seven game series? They can they hold up without without getting the Darren Collison, the third piece they really wanted, without getting the sh- a shooter. Heck, they're talking to Deion Waiters now. Did know, you hear that? I know. I know. I know. I know. And J.R. Smith and I went. Oh no, Bill. Oh no, I know. So that's the that's the uh, that's the the the, uh, the other shoe dropping here is what happens then. And I think the town is kind of so everybody's thrilled with LeBron and, you know, and, you know, uh, really admires how he's, you know, overcome all this stuff and they're really dealing with everything. But everybody's really worried that what's going to happen in, in, in May and against in Staples Center against the Clippers or against the Nuggets or against the Bucks. I don't think they're as good as the Bucks at all. And I don't, and I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody thinks that. So can they figure out that last piece? And then Rob, of course, the man having to make the deal, Rob Palenka, well, lost his best friend. Yeah. So, you know, there's so much they're going through out here, and there's so much to admire about how they've handled everything. We're talking about Bill Plasky, L.A. Times columnist and contributor to ESPN's Around the Horn. I was wondering with Zion Williamson that the hype for him, it felt like it was more than LeBron, even though LeBron was a high schooler on the cover of Sports Illustrated. But Zion had this, he had that one year where he's on national TV for 31 games with Duke and living up to those expectations. Can you can you remember back with LeBron? Can you compare these two? Are they on the same level as far as that hype that surrounded them coming in? Yeah, no, I think LeBron. I was as one who's old enough to remember. I I, I covered LeBron's high school game at Pauley Pavilion, and I ripped into the how can a high school team travel across the country <laughs> and play and miss the, these these young men are missing classes, and I was I was shouting back then. I don't think we can compare it, Dan. I just don't. I don't think Zion had. I mean, did, I don't know how many people watched him. I mean, in high school, you know, they watched his dunks and everything. But LeBron was on national TV since he was, you know, fifteen or fourteen years old or something. I mean, I I still think LeBron is the model, the standard for the toughness of having to grow up under the social media age. I really do. But I tell you what, Zion's really he's really good. Oh my goodness, and he's so he's so fast. He's so fast. And he's so big, and uh, but but you saw what happened last night in the fourth quarter. You know, LeBron took over. You know, Zion. You know, is is still you know still still to just a kid learning his way. Uh, one other thing, uh, Tom Berducci, the great baseball reporter, uh, broadcaster. He was talking about 
this courtesy of Major League Baseball Network. He had the following to say about the World Series with Clayton Kershaw facing the Astros in 2017. And it's interesting, when I went back and looked at this game, and again, you're looking at it in hindsight with more knowledge we have now than we had then. Kershaw threw 51 sliders and curveballs that day and got zero swings and misses on them. That alone will make you start thinking that something was up. What do you make of that? Oh, well, it's it's what I've been writing about for three months. They were screwed out of a championship. Oh, there was no question. You know, I, you know and, and I'm not saying the commissioner ever should have given the Dodgers the title because they didn't, you know, didn't win it on the field. But it should be at least vacated. They were they were jobbed out of that championship. I was there for every pitch. They they win Game Five. They win that. They win the World Series. There's no question. They had at least as good of a team as the Astros that year. Kershaw blowing two. Kershaw, Kershaw granted, we all know he he blows leads in postseasons, but he doesn't blow two, three, or four run leads in the same game. Yeah. He did it. He blew two twice. No, there's no there's no question. The Dodgers were the ones that were really robbed in this thing. There was no and his legacy. Think about his legacy, and you can't go back on that now. And even you know people can say, well, you know, okay, you know, all, all the cheating scandal hurt him. He's still known as an October failure. Yeah. And this and this would have this could have changed. He he gets out of that game five. Everything for him changes. I don't care what he does against the Nationals last year. Okay, well he had a bad game. If, 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 at least he's got a championship ring. It would have changed everything. This affected le- – that's why that's why these players are so mad. It's affected legacy. Not that it affected one season. It affected lives. It affected legacies. His legacy is forever affected by that. People are going to say he's never going to be considered like Sandy Koufax out here. Never. Even though he's better in Koufax in every con- conceivable stat because of that World Series, because of those playoffs, because of what happened in Game 5 against the Astros. It's wrong. It's just wrong, Dad. It's just wrong. And that's for Rob Manfred, a piece of metal. Give me a break. <laughs> I got your piece of metal, pal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, you wrote a wonderful column, and you focused on Vanessa Bryant. Uh, as you said, you know, honest words and emotions. It really connected with people. And, uh, you know, I, w- I wanted to have you on just to say that, you know, you, you, you captured a spirit there. I know you were sitting there in the audience, and I don't know how you could be taking notes with – what was going on? Because I'm watching, I'm just crying, so I can't imagine being a reporter. I wasn't, no, I wasn't. I wasn't taking notes. We, we had a tape recorder running, and I was stunned. And you know, and to answer your kind of words, I appreciate it. I was stunned. She she spoke. I thought she. I know Michael Jordan cried, and it was really uh, compelling. But the fact that Vanessa spoke, she she said more. Dan, she said more in that service than she has said in 20 years previously publicly. Yeah. She never. She's private. She never. And to talk about your. Your daughter, your daughter and your husband like that? Oh, my God. The strength she showed? Now, I really hope she takes up his mantle and becomes more of a public figure and becomes, you know, takes up his causes. I hope that happens out here. I hope she becomes a leading figure in the community the way he was because she's, she's certainly ready for that. Bill, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it as always. Thanks. Thanks, guys. You're awesome. See you. That's uh, Bill Plasky, L.A. Times, and, of course, around the Horn contributor. We'll come back. we got our play of the day, stat of the day, phone calls coming up. Also, uh, next hour, we'll go out to the NFL Combine. And also Mike Tirico, the host of the Olympics on NBC. Are the Olympics in jeopardy because of the coronavirus? We'll talk to Mike about that. A lot to get to. Glad you're part of the program. Dan and the Dan at Stan Patrick Show. It's the greatest time of the year in sports. NFL, college football, MLB, NBA, and NHL. 
What else can a sports fan ask for? All the action you want is every day at one place and one place only. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on all this incredible action at BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Got a hand on it. Now Caliso runs the break. Caldwell Pope goes to the wing here. Oh! Punch it home, LeBron! Still Dre, Dr. Dre, courtesy of TNT. That was a great uh, assist by Alex Caruso. LeBron finishes with 40. Lakers will visit the Warriors coming up tomorrow night. That's your play of the day, brought to you by Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Listen up, because Tacovas boots are handmade, full-grain leathers, world-class boot makers. Tacovas uh, cuts out the middlemen, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping and returns and exchanges free and easy. Go to tacovas.com slash DP. Tacovas, Western Goods for New Frontiers. Looks like uh, Steph Curry is going to be back. On Sunday, and I guess there's been debate on why should he be coming back, and I think the general consensus is why don't you just sit out and then make sure your team gets the number one overall pick. Well, first of all, there's no great player in this draft, or at least the draft is considered better next year than this year, but I think you also have to say to that fan base, you know, he, he hurt his hand. He broke his hand. So it's not like it's a knee. It's not like it's an Achilles. And those fans just moved into a new building. I think they, uh, they've earned something here. But if you're going to put him in there, let him play, what, McLovin? If I'm a fan, I, I want him to sit. Kind of like the process. You want that number one pick. I know you're saying it's a bad draft, but there's still got to be somebody, right? No one? He, he hurt his hand. Let him play. It's but March. He, so what? He's going to play two more months, and then that's it. Then they're done. But Curry only has so many miles in those legs. He's an ankle injury and a knee injury waiting to happen. I don't. I, there's nothing to gain. He's been this. sitting for six months, right? Five months. Yeah, put him in. Let him play. Why? We coddle these guys so much. Yes, Paul. McLovin is right in theory that you, you wish his injury was like eight weeks longer. You don't want him to be injured at all, but if, it ha- if he has to miss the season, the season's a wash. What, they're 12 and 46. They're odds on favorite for the number one pick. You wish he would somehow not have to play. But, but who are you getting if you, if you go, gosh, if you sit out, we get more ping pong balls for Zion Williamson. All right, I at least understand that logic. But if you say, hey, we're going to get James Wiseman, the, uh, the kid who played a little while at Memphis. All right, so we get a seven-footer. All right. I don't think that's enough to have Steph Curry sit out. And who's closest to them for the number one, well, the most ping-pong balls? They're, I'm seeing they're four games ahead of, like, Cleveland and Atlanta, I believe. All right. Well, I expect Atlanta to win more games. 
Uh, the Timberwolves are also in there. Yeah, yeah. they're right behind. Isn't that them. amazing? That the Timberwolves have talent, and wow, what a disappointment that team has been. Yeah, but I would have I would have Steph Curry play. Yeah, McLovin. I'm looking at this consensus mock draft, and Anthony Edwards, Lamelo Ball, Obi Toppin, James Wiseman, Cole Anthony, and Nico Mannion at six. You just said the other day that Nico Mannion's not ready for the NBA. He's not. He's, and, he, he's yeah. an unbelievable talent. He's not ready. Arizona, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I saw him against Oregon. And the difference between him and Peyton Pritchard was remarkably obvious. He just, he, he's not impactful the way that you think a guy. Cole Anthony has been impactful when he's played. But I just, I don't see that right now with Nico Mannion. That doesn't mean that he won't be an NBA player. It doesn't mean he won't, you know, forego uh, his sophomore season and go pro. Yeah, Paul. But one of these guys is going to be Luka Doncic. You know, because we didn't know he was going to be what he was when he was drafted. They traded. Atlanta traded, you know. Uh, one of these guys will be Steph Curry. He was not a top-five pick. So there's a guy in this top 12 picks of the draft who's going to be a superstar, and we just don't know it. Mm. It, it. It happens every year. There's always one guy who jumps out that's not the first pick every year. Yes, McLovin. Right, but how do we know if the Warriors are going to get him? I mean, there's, remember that Mario Bennett year? That, uh, was it Mario Bennett? No, not uh, Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett. Mario Bennett was another player. Yeah. Like, there are just some bad drafts that happened. It happened during the process for my Sixers. There were just no picks. They had to take their own a while. There was no other pros. Yes. Year after year after year, there was no good players for the Sixers <laughs> to take. Shocking. There were good players. They just didn't take the good players. <laughs> they barely missed on anyone. There's, like, no misses in there. I mean, there was one. They took uh, that... Delia Okafor over Kristaps Porzingis. But... What about like Marcel Fultz? Tatum, yeah. That's... Oh, that was that was way after the process. That was Brian Colangelo. Oh, I, I, it, it, it's hard for me to keep track of the process and it's, how long the process they was. They fired Hinky, and the new guy came in. Yeah. And said, oh, by the way... You can go after the Sixers. How about your Lake? Uh, your Lakers are taking Lonzo Ball over Tatum too. How come they're not getting more heat? Magic talking about the heat. Magic took Lonzo but, Ball but, over Tatum, but they packaged that deal and got Anthony Davis. They they salvaged something. What did That's Philadelphia true. get for Markel Fultz? They got rid of a pretty good player. Like they, <laughs> but that was. I mean, you have to understand the process. The guy who did the process was long fired. That was two GMs ago. I know. Now with Elton Brand, you were all in on the process. Yeah, Markel Fultz has nothing to do with the you process. Were he all in on the process. Why do you guys keep limping Markel Fultz in the process? It's driving me crazy. Because it's hard to keep track of when the Philadelphia 76ers were trying to win and when they weren't. Because I can watch them this year, and I don't know if they're trying to win. So they hired. They they got rid of the process, and they hired. I don't NBA care. Warriors. I don't care. And it, it just, McLevin, I don't care. Don't call Markel Fultz the process on my watch. Okay, great. <laughs> He's still a process for Orlando. Yeah. Right. Anybody, by the way, we were talking about the other day, anyone college star, you don't know where they landed, they're on Orlando probably. That team has so many high draft picks. <laughs> You're the only one who's seen Cle- them play. Cleveland's got a half. few. Yeah. Cleveland's got a couple of them in there. That 7 o'clock window on NBA League Pass is every top 10 pick. Oh, I'm right there. I'm right there. I'm, I'm going through DirecTV, the, the uh, 600 channels, and I'll be like, uh, what crappy team could I watch tonight? Yeah, don't watch the Wizards. Hey, I'll watch the Kings. My Kings, I thought the Kings were going to be good this year, like at least challenging. Yeah, McLeod. Would you cut down the season? You can't. The amount of money that these guys are making. Look at John Wall. And how much? When's the last time somebody said, except for John Wall's family, they were going to go out and watch John Wall when he played? Now I know he's not healthy this year. That dude's going to make 
I think $42 million at, at maybe the height of his contract. Is that right, McLovin? Dan, you're low. He's going to make 48? Yeah, no, he'll make 44. He's making 40 next year, John Wall, 44, and then 47 million in 22, 22-23. Yeah. I got him at, uh, oh gosh, he'll be 240 million before he's 33 years old. I know. And nobody's, nobody goes out to watch him. Like, how many players would you say that you would go out and watch or you would spend time finding that game on TV? How many players in, in the NBA right now? LeBron, Zion, Luka, Trey Young, James Harden, Steph Curry when he's healthy, Durant, the Greek freak. Is that about it? Where you go, I, hey, oh, they're on. I'm going to, like Zion, I watch no matter what. No matter who they're playing, I'm going to watch. LeBron, I would watch no matter who they're playing. Trey Young, I would watch. Luka, I'd watch. It's a short list there. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcast in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.